0: donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas they added bacon to their bacon canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon or canadian bacon and chipotle seasoned bacon get two dollars off a large bacon duo or any large pizza use promo code 2 donato's every piece
1: is important whatever temperatures this winter brings your friendly and knowledgeable bryant dealer is ready to help
0: You're listening to Smart to Death Radio.
1: Hey everybody, it's the
2: interview queen, Alicia Toot here, and you are currently listening to and obviously enjoying Queen's Court.
0: All right, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Queen's Court with your girl, the Queen of Any, on Smart to Death Radio. Um, I, I don't know what I'm going to call this, but I think I'm just going to call it What the What New Japan Dominion. <laughs> That's the closest I've got for a title. But uh, I am not alone today. I am joined by the illustrious Mags All Pods. I know he only does three, but it feels like he does 15. Uh, why we watch Five Rounds, Badlands, fellow, smart to death, colleague, and dear friend. Mags, welcome back to the castle.
2: An absolute pleasure to be on Queen's Court again. We, I, I'm not on this show enough for my liking, to be fair.
0: <laughs> well, that's my fault. I guess I'll have to have you on more. <laughs> <laughs> but you're here, and I'm so happy you are, because there is so much to talk about with New Japan news. I feel like just two months ago, a short two months ago, they decided, hey, we're coming back. And we're all like, yay, I'm so excited. And they're like, we're going to give you a together show. We're going to give you the New Japan Cup. And then we're going to have Dominion right after. And we're all very excited, weren't we, Mags? And then (laughs) we actually got you. And I I still feel like Hiromu. (laughs)
2: It was, it was the the biggest swerve in such a long time in, in wrestling. I love being swerved. I love not knowing what's happening. And yeah. New Japan had every one of us just they they just twisted the knife in uh, people that uh, were happy because New
0: Japan were back and Gator give up and get take away. Boy, did he ever! Mm-hmm. That is the theme. The theme is shook a swerve and Gato giveth and Gato taketh away so fast. Um, okay, so we, we have to start at the beginning. So we obviously know the results of the New Japan Cup. We know the results of Dominion, but I wanna go back for a brief second just to chit chat about the New Japan Cup itself. Because it was such a different cup than we're used to. Obviously, due to the times, it was different. But also, the competitors, right? We're missing a lot of people right now due to this coronavirus situation and travel restrictions. So we had this amazing cup. I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. But we have to talk about maybe some of our favorites and then briefly touch on the finals. Because that happened. And we need to talk about that. So let's first start with your overall feel on the New Japan Cup. This year in 2020, and some of your favorite things.
2: Yeah, it's been it's been weird, but weird <laughs> in the very, very best sense. Uh, New Japan don't do cups like this. They don't mix the divisions. They don't mix the the young lions and the the veteran wrestlers. And it, it just feels like they've had to use. What, what talent they've got available, and they've thrown together a hodgepodge uh, New Japan Cup, and it's absolutely worked. The the young lines that have been involved have had an amazing time. Tashan, uh, Suji, and, and Gabriel Kidd have been absolutely outstanding all the way through, the not just the, the tournament, but in, in uh, the tag matches as well. The Seeing the juniors and the, the heavyweights uh, battle each other in singles competition, you never see that. Apart from the one time at the anniversary show, and we've had that multiple times. We had Taiji Ta- Ishimura having a great match with, uh, with Okada. with We had Ishi really take on the the juniors when he took Desperado and Hiromi on. Just yeah, it's been absolutely amazing. Uh, the one kind of like flying the ointment was uh, was White Yosh- Horse Yoshihashi, obviously. But uh-huh. all in all, it's been it's been so interesting to watch. And
0: then, especially when we had the the bracket buster of a of a winner. Well, isn't that the truth? But you know, the thing is, I feel like the bracket was busted for a lot of us relatively early on.
2: <laughs> I was like, out.
0: Excuse me. I mean, the, the the left
2: side of the bracket, I I pretty much pinned it all apart from right. um, Suzuki going out early with early doors. But the the right side of the bracket, nobody predicted that properly. Uh, oh. If you predicted Evil going through to the final my hat's off to you because that is an outstanding prediction
0: outstanding you should play the lottery so <laughs> <laughs> it's just lucky it like if you picked evil to win um yes i totally agree it was such a unique cup and something new from from new japan and that's a beautiful thing to see the amount of times that they used the young lions throughout not only the cup but now, as we know, in Dominion as well, it's been a beautiful progression to see them kind of getting and mixing it up in with like the New Japan dads and just having a grand old time. And I think sort of the standouts for me the MVP for me of this tournament is Hiromu. I think he just was a complete standout the entire time. And then, of course, our fave, the Stone Pit Bull Ishii. I mean, this is the classic, oh, excuse me, classic case Always the bridesmaid, never a bride I really wanted him to win Because I wanted him to go for the IC title I'm firmly in that camp But now since we can't do that Now I'm in the US championship camp for our boy Ishii
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think I I feel so bad for Ishii Because in any other era of wrestling He would have been a world champion multiple times over It's just he's been around in the Nato, Tanahashi Okada Megri era where he's he's just had such amazing talent above him that he just can't get over that, that last hump.
0: Yeah, I know it. But I think he did really well as he always does. You know, you can always count on Ishii to put on a great match and we saw some fun stuff in this cup. A lot of great matches, um, you know, but Gato likes to mess with us and Yoshihashi made it two rounds. How? I'll never tell you. I, I don't understand how that's possible. Um, but That then bottom he- right
2: quadrant oh, come was I- it was it was the worst book quadrant ever it was was
0: just talentless. full of talent i'm like how does yoshihashi beat bushi how does evil beat beat goto what is happening here i hated everything about it but anywho as we move forward (laughs) let's talk about the finals so the quarter uh the semifinals rather we had uh versus okada in a absolute banger uh, which Okada obviously wins. And then we had evil versus Sonata, which was a cool story. And I hope we kind of go back to this. So let's put a pin in that and talk about it later. So we get Okada and evil in the finals. And I don't know about you, but for me right away, I was like, Oh, okay. Okada's well, going to go over. He'll win two years in a row and we'll get a rematch for Naito. Maybe they'll do something else with the other belts. I don't know. Let's see what happens in no way, shape or form. Did I think evil would go over Okada and freaking pin him. pin him.
2: Absolutely not. Uh, and I think this is the beauty of the way uh, not only New Japan book matches, uh, but the way that the, 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 the programming is structured. Obviously they don't have a week to week product here in, in the West. So mm-hmm. they've been able to kind of refresh with, uh, with this COVID era. And uh, obviously we saw that with, with, with Evil's character before, before this pandemic, he was kind of floating. He had no real direction. He was just a member of LRJ. Uh, he, he wasn't tagging with Sonada as much. Sonada was on this kind of like um, downtrodden, despondent uh, storyline, and right. he was just just a person in 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 a group. And the way that they've been able to kind of in in forty eight hours transform him into the hottest thing in wrestling, the most talked about thing in wrestling is I, I just got I've got to give it up to Gino for being able to do that. Whether you like the the, the booking or not the fact that he's ghetto can he can tell a story
0: oh boy can he ever and it's one of the things we love so much about new japan and you're right whether you like it or not uh wow what a transformation and i feel like if you look back at the cup you can start to see and even before obviously the covid era you could start to see lij having some issues right but in the cup itself like naito came out to do the little lij salute and shingo was like screw that i'm out of here." And, You know, Hiromu seems to be kind of like the only loyal one left, and especially what we get post-match between Evil uh, after he wins the cup and defeats Okada, which I still can't believe is a sentence I'm saying. Um, Then Naito comes out, offers him the salute to do the fist bump, right? And Evil puts his hand up, it looks cool, and then all of a sudden he lays out a big two sweet. And you're like, excuse me? First of all, Gato, you already have Evil winning the new Japan cup. And now he's Bullet Club. Where? What? How did this happen? It was so shocking. Leading into Dominion, that it was absolutely must see pay per view.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And the, the the another great thing about New Japan is is when you see a storyline come to fruition like this, you can go back and you can see where the seeds were planted. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes years and years before, but you can you can go back and go ah, this this was this was the plan. Uh, and like you said, Hiromi was uh, was the only loyal one. But even he kind of showed showed some disloyalty by, by wanting to challenge for both belts. Mm. The only one who was actually truly loyal was Evil. He was the first member of uh, LRJ when uh, Nato came back from, from Mexico. He was the, the first person who, who joined. He's always had uh, Nato's uh, back. There was um there was some backstage interviews where Nato said if anybody could lead a faction out of this group, it would be evil. So the seeds have, have always been planted there. We've just had to wait for this little tree to grow. Now, I don't believe that this was the plan from the beginning, but Gado is, is good at leaving those little uh those little seeds growing away and just I'll I'll use that one now and pulling it in and, and creating a story out
0: of it. It's a, it's a magical thing, and, and I'm really glad that you brought that up. You're totally right. This is why you're mags, all this dope information. But, yeah, you're right. And, and it just, it was so newsworthy, and it was all over our Twitter feeds and all over every wrestling news site ever that evil turned Bullet Club. And we're all like, wait a whole minute, because Bullet Club, like everything else, it is fractured because its other members are, like, not there, namely their leader, Jay White, so you, so immediately my brain is like, okay, well, how does Jay White feel about this? That evil joins Bullet Club, wins the cup, and now is going to challenge Naito at Dominion. So I'm like, okay, all right. So they got members in the U.S. and members in Japan. It, it, it kind of harkens back a little bit to kind of like the elite time where you had people like doing their own story in the U.S. and then everybody else in, in Japan. But obviously there's no storyline for these guys in the U.S. right now, so... It's kind of out of sight, out of mind, and it, it makes you think about what might happen with Bullet Club while everyone else is missing in action.
2: Yeah, and if you if you go back to when Nato first won the titles, who mm-hmm. was the first person to challenge? It was Kenta. Kenta That's right. Who was an, an underling in Bullet Club? Now, does that kind of go against uh, Jay White's power as leader? And then we have Nato, uh, we have Evil, who's now the the champ champ. Will he? Will he? challenge for leadership can you can you really see somebody who is holds both of the the biggest belts in in new japan being controlled by someone who, who has no talent? um yeah so it's going to be an interesting uh, time when we get a full roster of, of new japan back where this this goes for bully club are we going to harken back to the uh the ogs versus the firing squad I,
0: that's i'm really interested in it it, it's it's exciting. And it, and I feel like Bullet Club has been needing this for a really long time because I feel like Bullet Club has been suffering a lot. Um, once the elite left and, and kind of like, OK, we're now we're in the Jay White era and we're, and we're kind of picking things back up. It felt like we were going back to what was working before and kind of getting back to the roots of New Japan and the roots of Bullet Club. And now we're we're in this really kind of tumultuous era again for them. So I think the storyline is going to be very interesting once things kick back up. But speaking of Dominion and Champ Champ, let's talk about this because that literally the next night we have Dominion and we have our our matches in the front part of the card. And and they were fine. They're your basic tag matches, right? Multiple man tag matches with some good stuff in there. Don't get me wrong. But um, I don't really want to focus too much on that today because I want to focus on the nitty gritty. Okay, let's talk about the three Major matches that we got at Dominion because this stuff sets the stage for what we're going to get next and where and what direction New Japan might be going. Even though we say we might know, we never do because Gato likes to pull the bait and switch. So <laughs> we never saw s- Evo coming, didn't you know, we? <laughs> are you saying we're going to be skipping
2: over the biggest news of Dominion uh, and that's Master Wato?
0: No, we're going to talk about him.
2: <laughs> we have because to talk I'm about happy him. to skip over
0: Master Watto. You don't yeah. like Guato, huh? Yeah, the only thing yeah. I really wanted to say about the beginning is, like, you know, there's, there's this guy that comes back, and I think he's good in the ring, but it's too much blue for me. I like some stuff, but not all things. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure what this guy's going to turn into. It could be a little bit interesting.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't like the character. I don't like the blue. Mm-hmm. I don't like the... How has he gone away for three years and looked younger than he did before he left?
0: He's Just a little baby. Uh,
2: his in ring work was 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 really good. You could see that kind of a uh, uh, Lucha Libre style where he, that he's picked up in in Mexico. He's uh, a really really talented wrestler. But if you're coming back and 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 you get beat up by Dookie, who is literally the the whipping boy of Suzuki He's... <laughs> <laughs> The only way is up for him, I suppose. And if he gets to to kind of grow, on me, I suppose I'll I'm, I could end up liking him. And the fact that he's now under Tenzan's wing, he almost feels like he's gone back to being a, a young lion again, uh, having it his, feels that way. Uh, the, the new Japan dad looking after him. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but right now, it's it's kind of a meh from me for Master Wato.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I think if he got rid of some of the blue, it would help a little bit. It just kind of looks silly. Um, one, I think the coat can stay, and I think the hair can stay, but I think the tights, it would help if it was a different color. Because it has pops of color in there, but it needs, it needs some more. Um, I find it distracting, because then I just think he's kind of comedy-esque, even though not technically supposed to be that way. So... I'll reserve judgment, as our pal JBQ always says, until things kind of flesh out, and we'll see. Yeah, but... I mean, a, a good storyline with, a, I think he's facing
2: Kanemaru next. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. In a bit of a storyline. Uh, Kanemaru's a very, very underrated wrestler. I think out of all the the wrestlers who've, uh, who've come back from COVID, I think he's the one who's, who looks the best. He's, he's really got himself into a, a really good shape. So, yeah, um, a great storyline with Kanemaru could really elevate him and just see where it goes from there.
0: Absolutely. And the last thing I wanted to ask you about before we kind of dive into the big three here is I I want to talk about um, Mr. Pimp here in uh, Bullet Club, all right? Oh, Let's talk about this, because we had this match with him, uh, Takahashi and Ishimori, versus Okada and Goto. It was a short match, nothing crazy, firstly very strange to see okada in a match like this a b um i what <laughs> we're gonna have the tokyo pimp versus okada coming up soon max how are we feeling about this
2: well uh, for for some context uh we i watched this and i was in a is um hangouts <laughs> and I, I said before this match was even a thing we're yep. gonna get we're gonna get uh, Tokyo pimp versus the Carter just to rib basically just to say that's how far down the card a Carter has fallen just to me being my typical sarcastic pretty <laughs> self and it turns <laughs> out um I might be actually really sarcastic so if you do need any lottery numbers uh just uh, hit me up at, at DJ Kirby. Uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> mags all-knowing pods is your name exactly absolutely
2: uh, and, But this again uh if you watch the the, the backstage videos this is a, a seed that was planted six years ago when uh takashi turned on uh chaos to join mm-hmm. bullet club uh he, he said that that he's always hated Okada, that has never given the respect that he was due in, in Chaos and that he went and found that respect in bullet club and now is coming back to, to show he's he was never a bit part player. He was on Okada's level, which it's it's great storytelling. It's obviously a filler feud for Okada because he's he's clearly not gonna be in the title picture for the for the foreseeable future. But yeah, uh, it was it was just cool to see takashi picking up the win if you look at the four competitors in that that match he's the one eating the pin for for me and and the fact he went and pinned goto is yeah it's it's again it's refreshing that uh new japan can do this they can they can restart a story of that because they don't have a weekly product to, to have to follow on
0: i know i think it's really unique and fun and uh i couldn't believe when you said that in our little chat I just started cracking up because why would you ever think that that would be a thing? And then he hits Pimp Juice, pins Goto, and then he uh, he attacks, of course, Okada after another Pimp Juice. And I'm just looking at the screen going, my God, Mags, are you really Gato? Have you ever seen Mags and Gato in the same room? No, you haven't.
2: (laughs) It was just the the most shocking Dominion
0: ever. Yeah. It really, really was. It was so different than what you would expect. And you always expect some kind of swerve or some kind of thing that you weren't thinking may happen because that's new Japan and always gives you something, but like there were multiple from this cup to dominion and to the end of dominion, of course, which we will happily get to soon. So let's talk about this one because I think after reflection, now that it's been a few days, I think this is the best match on the card in my humble opinion and that is, of course, Shingo Tagaki versus Show for the Never Openweight Championship in 20-minute banger. Mags, let's talk about Shingo versus Sho.
2: You said it, it was best match of, of the night. I think it's in the argument for, for perhaps match of the year. Was, these, these two cats have got just unbridled chemistry with each other. This mm-hmm. has been this has been one of those kind of feuds where you could watch them wrestle 20 times and never get bored of it. The the guys can just go; they can do the hard, heavy hitting chop battles. They can do the half lane stuff. Shingo is is almost it can wrestle with absolutely anyone and get a great match out of it. And and Shaw is really breaking out as uh, as uh, out of uh, Ripongi 3K to be the star that. That everybody thought he would be.
0: Ah, oh, you said that beautifully, and and what the best part about it too, is the they were absolutely beating the ever living crap out of each other in this match. It just was banger slap, throw, forearm, uh, wildness for twenty full minutes, and and it just you felt like show had a real shot here to take this title, right? It, it felt like a matchup where. It could go either way, and that's what I love um, ab- about this performance that they both gave here. So hard-hitting show, the best out of Rapungi 3K, really rising to the occasion now that Yo is hurt. You know, he gets to have this little singles experience now. I think the Never is a great spot for him to kind of start breaking out and, and showing what he can do. Cause oh my gosh, what a what a what a match this was! I'm still not over it. I'm going to watch it again just because I enjoyed it so much. And I think you're right about their chemistry. Some people are just made to fight each other over and over and over and over and over again. And these two are, are that. They just are. I, I was a little sad for Show, But, like, I love Shingo so much that I'm happy he retained at the same time. <laughs> so I don't know how to really feel about it. I'm excited to see where Sho's going to go next. I'm excited to see what's going to happen with Shingo. Um, I mean, this the never title i know people have like different opinions on and different feelings about but i felt like recently from 2019 into now it's really become an important belt in new japan
2: yeah i agree and uh the the history that that show has with this title as well he came back from excursion uh, when this title was being introduced so mm. it almost felt like it, it was his divine right to win this title uh, at dominion and Gedo again throws as a swerve ball and he, and he doesn't quite get it but I agree with you that I think Shingo has kind of elevated this title more than the likes of Goto and Ishii he did as, and, and that's high praise that's that's not, uh, right. not nothing bad against Goto and Ishii I've always looked at them and think they're in the never title race everything's right in the wrestling world but Shingo has kind of taken the, that, that title and, and really raised it because like I said, the Never Title was a joke title for a long, long time, and now it's an important title. So, yeah, it was a, a great feud. I, I think Shaw sure, maybe um, could go into like the singles for the for the the junior heavyweights. I don't think he's quite ready to to book sure. up to the heavyweights yet. Uh, but yeah, then we we saw uh, Desperado uh, coming yes. out and, and challenging, which I think is is a brilliant thing. I think it. it it opens up the fact that the open weight title is exactly that. It's open weight, and a junior heavyweight like Desperado can come and challenge you. Let's let's call a spade a spade. The heavyweight that is Shingo Togaga
0: Oh, he really is, isn't he? Woo!
2: He's a barrel. That guy is a barrel with legs.
0: No, oh, he sure is. I feel like I would never want to be hit by Shingo. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a bump I'm willing to take. Um, yes, I love that. Little Despy came out here and he was like, all right, I'm going to hit you with this title and then I'm going to take it from you. Now what? <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's go. I-, I feel like people have been sleeping on El Desperado for a while. Yes. And this is going to be really fun. Like his match with Ishii in the cup was one of my favorite matches up the whole entire cup. So I feel like this is going to be very exciting. It's going to be hard hitting and fast paced on-, on both because Shingo, while he's huge and-, and can really run you over, he can move. So um, this is going to be a great match. And then I saw today earlier, too, that I just remembered um, reading, that Sho was talking about how um, he's going after uh, Hiromu. So I think you're right with that. Um, he he was talking a little bit about, like, you know, he wants to catch up to where Hiromu is because Hiromu does, you know, amazing things and has been, you know, chant multiple times and all, and all that stuff. So <clears throat> I think that's a good spot for him to go for now. And I'm excited about the Never title picture. I think Shingo versus uh, El Desperado is going to be great. So that was really fun. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good time and, and I don't think it's going to be a disappointment at all. And I'm I'm happy for that. I'm happy for that belt and I'm happy for Shingo. Um, I, I want a nice long title reign here where he really elevates this title so much that everybody wants to challenge him for it. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. So uh, I, we'll see. <laughs> that,
2: that sounds that sounds like a lot of fun and a great spot for Shingo to, to be.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. And that leads us into our tag team match of the evening. The New Japan Golden Boys (laughs) of Tanahashi and Kota Ibushi, who were the champs, versus Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi, your boy, Lord Taichi. Your boy. boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. Anybody who slanders Taichi, uh, you might not like this next segment. So, (laughs) Because our boy, Mags, is... A big Taichi fan. So, um, yeah, wow. Um, I, I was surprised, okay? I knew this match was going to be great because of the people involved. And I, I'm, you know, I'm coming around on Taichi, but I, I liked his feud with Tanahashi um, from the Together show all the way to now. I, I liked their interaction. So I think this was going to be fun.
1: Yeah.
0: I... Yeah, I was thinking, okay, we've had some stellar tag matches this year. And I'm like, okay, let's see how we can do with New Japan. Because as we know, and you and I have talked about several times, this tag division is just oh boy, it's just not where it needs to be. And um, you know, it's either it was either always on evil and sonata or G-O-D. So we need some, you know, new blood in here and, and get kind of excited about it again and, and Build some more tag teams because that's kind of where New Japan lacks. Um, this this stacked up as one of the best tag matches of 2020. It was really really fun. How did you feel about it?
2: I, f- I felt that the the best part of the the, the match was the storytelling, the way sure. they the way they um, Dangerous tech has focused on on destroying the knees of of Tanahashi. Obviously, we we all know that Tanahashi has had issues with his knees before. It's been used in quite a few storylines, but the fact that they just viciously went after it and dragon screwed after dragon screw after dragon and screw, and just totally abused uh, Tanahashi's knee, I love this. Um, Suzuki Goon have, have, have been desperate for a tag team since uh, Lance Archer left for for AEW and um, mm. everybody left for, for MLW, so they've been desperate for a, a tag team and. They, they found one that, that fits together like a glove out. I just love the interactions between Tashi and, and um, Zack Sabre Jr. Yes. Um, the, the-
1: Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes.
2: We're, they're, they're almost like, like brothers. The, the way that they, they they talk with each other, the backstage interviews that they do are just absolutely hilarious where Tachi's. He's always uh, promising to take Zach out for some delicious vegetables, playing off his uh, <laughs> off his veganism. He's just yeah. This was a, a an outstanding match. I don't know if it's um, the best tag team match of the year. I still think that's probably uh, the the Bucks and and um, the Mega Cowboys. But this oh, yes. was a damn good match and a, a damn fun fun result. Uh, some fresh blood in that tag tag division is what is needed and. Hopefully, we'll see now new battles, maybe with GOD, maybe with Finjuice. Chaos needs to form a tag team, so maybe something could be formed there. Uh, Again, um, yeah, we just a a fun match and and the rat team won.
0: I agree, actually. Yes. Um, And I also think this is a great spot for Tai Chi to go. Um, I think him and Zack Sabre Jr. worked really well together, to your earlier point. They gel so well. It, and I kind of was just watching this match going, why aren't why why wasn't this a thing sooner? Like this should be a this should have been brought back sooner. <laughs> like what's going on? Um, it was really fun to watch and engaging. And I think you're right about the storytelling. It's so much fun to watch. Um, brutal, but fun to watch how they controlled Tana and Ibushi. And I'm watching this screen, and Tai Chi has one and Zack Saber Jr. has the other, both in submission holds. And I'm staring at the screen going, did you ever think that this was going to like happen? It's just, it was beautifully done. And, and it they were hard-hitting and fast and brutal. What a fun tag match this was. And I think you're right. The way that they tore apart Tanahashi's knee to ultimately get that pin and become and new tag champs. Boy, you could just feel Murder Grandpa's smile from his home <laughs> watching this going on yep. for his his boys and in Suzuki-gun.
2: You, you say that, uh, but again, I'm going to uh, link back to the backstage interviews. They did um, a full can of Suzuki-gun uh, interview with uh, uh, obviously Murder Grandpa's not there because he, he's, he's ill, but Tachi was saying that it would be those five that would rule through New Japan. They're going to go for all the titles and not one mention of Minoru uh, Suzuki. It was all about the five that were there, so is there still dissension with Suzuki and New Japan? Is he on his way out? There was room about it late late last year. Uh, Obviously, being ill, might have uh, put pay to that, but he he also went out in the first round against Nagata. Um, I don't think he's happy with his kind of place in in New Japan, and could he be on his way out? And we see Tachi-Goon or uh, Zack Sabre-Goon.
0: Yeah, and I think you bring up a great point about the future of that faction. Um, what are they going to do with that? And you know, outside of the storytelling right now, uh, to your point about Suzuki's, rumor has that he's not happy with what's going on. So, does he leave? And if so, who takes over Suzuki Goon? Does it? What does it become? Does it become Zack Sabre Jr. Goon or Taiichi Goon? And I and I wonder what that would do to their partnership. So. That's another intriguing thing going on with our factions. We have Bullet Club stuff, LIJ stuff, and Suzuki Gun stuff. So I think it's going to be um, a tumultuous run through the rest of 2020, put it that way. (laughs) We're going to see some shifts and some changes in leadership, and um, I think that's going to be fun. I I don't know who I'd want more. I kind of feel like it's Zack Sabre Jr.'s time to shine as a leader, but... I don't know, Manx, I don't know.
2: Tachi has had one of the best 12 months in in all of New Japan, possibly in the world, to go from being essentially a a jobber to to having these big feuds with with the the New Japan elite and and not looking out of place in those feuds, really looking like he he should be there. I uh, I think we might see Tachi good.
0: Ooh. Well, I know you'd be very happy with that. Everybody else would be like, no.
2: (laughs) He's the Baron Corbin of New Japan.
0: (laughs) He is the Baron Corbin of New Japan. But you know what? I don't like Baron Corbin more. So Taiji, you you get a pass, buddy. Uh, (laughs) It's true. So as they clean and disinfect the ring for the main event, we have this really strong kind of video package to set this up. And you know what's interesting? Um, when this all happened the night before when evil wins and he turns bullet club and stuff, um, it, it felt so sudden and so jarring that you kind of forget what you had brought up earlier about evil being like the first one and ultimate loyalty to L.I.J. and Naito. And they kind of take you through the footage of them through the years. And then it ended up obviously showing what had occurred the day before at the new Japan cup finals. I just think it was really interesting because you knew, like, I don't know about you, but as soon as he turned Bullet Club, I was like, okay, he's going to have a new vibe in in some ways, right? He'll still keep probably his colors, but definitely a new vibe as evil Bullet Club, right? We're not going to get the same evil that we had in LIJ. And then he comes out, he's changed up his look with the hair in his face, dyed purple, white, red kind of vibes, new music, new gear. Mr. Warren Hayes, had, uh, I had the honor of being on his show to recap Dominion right after Dominion, and he said he looked like a centurion. And I didn't even really think about that before, but I think that's correct. If it, it looked like a, a Roman centurion-style gear.
2: My, my first thought was he, he looked like he'd borrowed awesome Kong's
0: wrestling <laughs> It does look like that, yes. Um, I liked the whole vibe, minus the skirt part i didn't think he really needed it but he also ditched the eye makeup his face was relatively clean he had freshly buzzed sides of his hair and he looks different and i said oh okay so we're we're really embracing this new look and then of course out comes naito and saw all black suit with double belts what was your first impression of the new evil
2: um, I thought it was a great departure from the the evil of LRJ. If you want mm. to make a statement that you're you're different, that you broke away, you have to change pretty much everything. He didn't come out with uh, the massive south props. He just he was just all business. He looked all business. Uh, I love the way that he had. Uh, he normally has his hair uh, back in a in a in a scrunchie. Uh, this, this was down It just looked like he was ready To absolutely destroy
0: Someone and destroy someone He eventually did uh, Well, yep, yeah, let's talk about it Let's go there um, So This match happened, it was my least favorite Um, I thought there was A lot of sloppy parts uh, Evil tried to break my heart By snapping the scythe Of our dear Milano And throwing it at him and Milano jumped that barrier and went right after evil and evil threw him right into that barricade. And our collective hearts were like, no, he looked so heartbroken and sad. Oh, it was terrible. Um, And I don't know, as this match progressed and it started getting longer and longer and we're approaching 30 minutes, I just got this bad gut feeling (laughs) that something bad was going to happen. And I go, oh, shit. He's going to lose the titles, isn't he? He's going to lose them here. They shocked us last night. He turned Bullet Club, and he's going to take the freaking titles from Naito. It's going to happen. And sure enough, everything is apparently evil because he pinned Naito. And um, there were shenanigans. I think there were too many shenanigans for me personally. Um, And Naito um, um, only had Hiromu, you know, for his defense. We had fake Bushi. Uh, There was a lot going on here. And I'm my God, we need to talk about it. So tell me, what, what did you think? Because overall for me, I really didn't like the match. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. So that's kind of how I felt about it.
2: Yeah, and again, this is New Japan planting seeds that you, you realize after mm-hmm. the fact. If you look at um, Evil's match with Sonada, then his match with Okada, he didn't have a good Uh, last run in the tournament and he didn't have a good match in terms of wrestling quality but he was brutal yes uh, he he cheated as much as he could he broke chairs he uh, really focused on on the 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 weak parts of of his opponents uh, with the knees of of Nato I, I would have thought that Nato would have done a better job of selling it because ten uh, he uh, got his knee absolutely brittle and then 10 minutes later he was doing uh, moves off the top row, which I thought, come on, that, that could have been sold a little bit more. But, yeah, the shenanigans were... When, when New Japan have uh, run-ins like that, they, they tend to always go overboard, especially with Bullet Club. Bullet Clubs have always been multiple people coming out. The 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 Boucher, straight away we knew that that wasn't Boucher, because unless Boucher is packed on the pound <laughs> in the last in the last uh, couple of days, it was definitely not Boucher. It turned out to be uh, Dick Togo. Um, who, why he's been added to it, I'm sure we'll find out, but I I want to I want to deposit a theory for you Queen. Okay. Um, now everybody or the majority of, of, of New Japan fans were so glad that, that NATO had had finally had his redemption arc. Three years mm. later, three years where he was out in the wilderness, really despondent, got to the back to the top of the tree, everyone was happy. I want to it to you that Naito is New Japan's Steve Austin oh the reason I say that is you are more invested with Naito when he's chasing the title mm. than you are with him as a champion all these runs as champion have been relatively short if you look at Steve Austin's runs as WWF uh, champion in all six of them, the longest run he had was five months, which is around about the length that that Nato has had this tile. I think that this is the the modern day equivalent of Austin versus McMahon, where Gado is McMahon and Nato is Steve Austin. We're always going to have this where Nato reaches the pinnacle, then something else knocks him down.
0: Wow, well, this is <laughs> Mags, Mags, all-knowing boss, <laughs> dropping crazy wisdom and interesting theories here on Queen's Court today, blowing my mind. Um, I didn't think about that. You know what? It's so weird. That feud with McMahon and Austin is like one of the most talked-about stories in his career, obviously. But in the Attitude Era itself, and that never occurred to me once that that's what's Kind of going on here That Gato just doesn't like The guy <laughs> And he's like nope Here's what we're going to do <laughs> We're going to have yep. this, this experience for him Where he's going to reach for the pinnacle Be the guy And then I'm going to snatch it away from him okay. And then he's going to chase again And you're all going to get invested And you're going to love the guy He's going to reach the pinnacle Get the gold And then I'm going to knock him out again Oh my god Mags some repeat Rinse and repeat. Jeez. I was not thinking that's what you were going to say. Okay. So, um, wow. So, Naito, in the chase, better than Naito as champ. Kind of how I feel about Kenny Omega, too. Similar. Exactly. I love Kenny in the chase. Kenny as champ is always a, is a good thing, right? Because any match with Kenny in it is going to be great. And, you know, whether it's regular matches with Kenny or his crazy five-plus star matches that he has, right? No matter what it is, he's one of the best in the world, if not the best in the world, next to a few other people. Um, But I prefer him going after the belt than than having the belt because the storyline is better. And is that true with Naito as well? I think yes, could be the answer there. How long did it take Naito to finally get here, to be the pinnacle of pinnacles, to be the man who was champ, champ, both belts? And then, of course, I said this to Warren and I said this to somebody else, too. I go, well, and then, of course, COVID happened to ruin Naito's reign because it's Naito. So, like, of course, that makes so much sense. My mind is blown. (laughs) See, I'm I'm not just a pretty
2: face.
0: I do have a a little bit of
2: brains in, in, in my head as well. It it was just him losing, and obviously we we got the feeling halfway through the match, this is going to happen. Evil had just joined Bullet Club. You don't make a big move like that and not have a payoff uh, unless you're you're Lance Archer in AEW. Um, So it kind of dawned on us that this was happening, and, and the fact that Nato's run is so short again, the fact that everybody loves Nato, the fact that everybody wants him as champion, and and Gator keeps keeps that like pulling him away from from those titles and keeps uh, yanking the rug from underneath him. It just it just screamed out to me. That's exactly what Vince McMahon used to do with Stone Cold. Every time Stone Cold was was on the verge of being the man, Austin would, uh, McMahon would throw another obstacle in his way. And, and it's, clear what he's done i mean if look back to wrestle kingdom he was on the top of the world and gets attacked on the day of wrestle kingdom
0: by Kentucky.
2: that's mcmahon booking that's mcmahon saying you've got exactly what you wanted fans but this is now going to happen
0: wow amazing it's amazing to think about too and 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 i'll ask you a question in return not nearly as mind blowing but still i'm curious as to your opinion So this match that it ended up being for both belts and now evil is champ, champ, but he also has another belt, which I'm sure will be dealt with down the line. But would you have preferred, or are you okay with the fact that they did two belts or would you have preferred the winner of the new Japan cup to challenge for the heavyweight title? Naito to still be the intercontinental IC and then fight someone else. Are, are are you okay with it continuing being a dual belt situation? I guess is the ultimate question. I
2: didn't like it being a dual belt uh, situation from the very beginning when yeah. the whole uh, double gold dash uh, was, was brought up. Putting two titles, especially two like, prestigious titles like like these on one person, it, it, it kind of stunts the whole of the company. You've uh, the, the aim of, of the titles is, is you have divisions, that if you can get to the intercontinental title then you move into the into the heavyweight title right and i think having one person have both titles, it, it means that, that you're going to have to have some shenanigans to get one title off that person and and for them to have the, the other title, it's it's going to be weird booking I, I would presume the easiest way of of having it is if uh, somebody says i want a specific title or they book a, a three-way where one pin is for the rc title and one pin is is for the the world title kind of like how they did with kurt angle chris jericho and ben Benoit back in in the attitude era mm. yeah
0: and and the thing that i'm and that i'm most curious about too is now where do we go right so you mentioned it Dick Togo was revealed. We don't know why, but I'm assuming we'll find out. Hiromu, you know, came in to to help Naito, and then stays later in the ring, and like loses his mind. And has like this uh, promo, like on evil, basically challenging him and saying, if you're you know too scared to put one, ti- uh, one uh both titles on the line, put one title on the line, and I'm gonna come take what you took away and all this stuff, and then he's screaming freaking out in the ring. Huge meltdown. Evil blows him off. Even in the uh, press conference later, blows him off, but says, fine, like, I'll crush you at any point in time. I, I guess, like, now, where do we think some of this storyline is going to go? Because we have a a new event coming up. Sengoku Lord. And they're going to battle. Double titles, though. For both titles, Evil versus Hiromu. We have the never match, Shingo and El Desperado. We have Okada versus Takahashi, the Tokyo Pimp. We have a multi-man match, um, which is uh, Kotobushi, Tanahashi, uh, Master Wato, Tenzan, Nagata versus uh, Zack Sabre Jr., Taichi, uh, Suzuki will be back, and uh, Kanemaru and Duki. We have Sho, Yoshihashi, Boo, and Goto versus Naito, Sonata, and Bushi. We have another multi-man match. uh, Teguchi, Hanma, uh, Makabe, Kojima versus Ishii, Yano, um, uh, Yoda, and El Gabriel Kit. Oh, both Young Lions will be in that match. And then uh, Ishimori and Yuya, who is another Young Lion. So that's going to be happening on Saturday the 25th. Um, That's what we're getting for the next kind of event post-Dominion. So what are what are we thinking about? Kind of the fallout of this is evil going to rise to his booking? Um, I, there's a lot of question marks here, Mags.
2: Yeah, I think the fact that Hiromu is is also the the junior uh, champion, it kind of telegraphs the the result here. I think if it would have mm-hmm. just been for, for one towel, if it would have just been for perhaps the R C towel, then I could see them switching that towel for. To Hiromu, and then and then kind of breaking that up, and then maybe Hiromu dropping the the juniors because he he wants to move up to the heavyweights. Sure. But, but the fact that the both are on the line, it kind of does telegraph the fact that Hi- Hiromu is going to win. But throwing a little bit of history at you, yeah, he's, uh, Hiromu um, and Evil have actually faced off twenty times before. Mm. Um. And what do you think the record is?
0: Not in Evil's favor.
2: <laughs> it's it's 0 and 20. Oh, was Oh,
0: you lost every single one.
2: Hiromu was beat. Uh, Evil every single time. So Evil's got that kind of that kind of hurdle to get over. The fact that uh, New Japan do lean into this like history uh, a lot. There was mention of, uh, of Ishimori not being able to to beat Kanemaru, and that was from a totally different company, and it was still mm. mentioned on New Japan programming. Um, so there is going to be that, that hurdle for for Evil to get over. I think he's going to do it. I think uh, it would be uh, an even bigger swerve than than Evil beating Nato if, if uh, Hiromu walked out of there as Hiromu three Balls. But what a story it would be if it happened.
0: I, I would lose my mind. <laughs> even more so than I did after Dominion. I felt like Hiromu after Dominion. I was so angry. Uh, but... Poor oh, Hiromu. could you imagine, poor Hiromu!
2: What a comeback, though, from uh, such Ooh. a career-threatening injury yes. to, to to being just the, the most charismatic wrestler in in the world, without doubt. And that that heartfelt kind of emotional breakdown from him, it was just I I, I, I wanted to cry
0: alongside him.
2: Um, Me too. But, but it was it was interesting that. That nobody else came out to.
0: No one, I mean, not a single person. Where was? Know. Where were anybody else?
2: Yeah, we know they've they've obviously issues with Sonata. He's feeling very despondent. We saw in uh, in earlier in the in the cup, uh, Shingo wasn't uh, wanting to do the right the roll call fist bump. Is is LRJ? Is it? Is it going to split? Is there is there kind of like tension in there? Uh, who knows? We'll. Uh, I'm sure we'll see.
0: I know. It It very much feels like uh, the opposite of what Cody used to say, which was bullet club is fine, right? I feel like now that's true. And LIJ is not fine. <laughs> so it kind of feels like something something bad is going to happen. And, you know, Hiromu came out with that tape, and all over his wrist tape it just said, why? Written all over it. The storyline that they're pulling with Hiromu and his comeback and his performance in the cup and is uh, challenging for the belts and, you know, cause they were going to do Naito versus Hiromu too. Don't forget. So it's, it feels like, right. So it just feels like, you know, it's possible. And now you put the history on me and I'm going, Oh man, if this is the one time evil wins over Hiromu and his record is one <laughs> in 20, this is
2: crap. It's almost <laughs> like the, the, the undertaker streak, but in reverse.
0: Yeah, but in reverse. <laughs> So this is why I don't like, I, I don't buy Evil as Champ Champ. I just don't. I'm I'm sorry, everybody. Listen, I love Bullet Club. They're my favorite faction, but like, I can't handle this. I I can't do it. So I, I'm hoping that, you know, I'm going to trust in Gato and, and believe that there's a purpose for this. <laughs> and maybe it's just to give Hiromu all the belts and then we can all celebrate. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just every single belt. All oh, the yeah. belts. Just give it all to Hiromu and then put one on Daryl and we'll have a good time. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, Daryl, Daryl could be have the the never six man because uh, he
0: can. Yes,
2: we don't know where that's going.
0: We have no it's, idea.
2: It's almost, it's almost been like, oh, how how do we get this title off Evil? I would love for Evil to just rock up with a uh, with a uh, shingo and booty and, and defend the title as if nothing's changed.
0: Oh my God, that would be hilarious. I would like that too. Well, see what they do. You never know what might happen when you turn on New Japan early in the morning, and a great time for you over there in the UK uh, to actually watch some wrestling and not be up till upteen hours. So yeah, oh, no, New the,
2: Japan time. This this weekend with Dominion and UFC, I think yes. um, it it was brutal. UFC didn't finish till. To like half past six that morning and dominion started at seven so i think i did 29 hours or something like that with
0: you're a champion you're a complete champion <laughs> we have such respect we don't know how we now you do that i think uh tanner and i were talking about that tanner steven and i were talking about how you did all those hours and i was like he's mags all pods it's what he does
2: <laughs> it, it just reminded me of wrestlemania a couple of years ago where i was podcasting before watching wrestlemania just I think I'd, WrestleMania is the record. I got like 40 hours almost.
0: Can't also, believe the it.
2: WrestleMania. Oh. It's, it's, the, the, it's the laugh that you have on this side of the pond when uh, nothing's on at stupid o'clock.
0: and at stupid o'clock is for sure. Well, you're a champion. And uh, I, I am so glad that you came on here to talk New Japan with me because. Man, you blew my mind with that Steve Austin-McMahon thing. I'm, like, still shook about it. Now I'm, like, running it through my brain going, oh, my God, this is so true. (laughs) So thanks for that, and thanks for hanging out with me and chit-chatting about the Cup and Dominion and, ultimately, what will happen next. I'm excited. I'm glad New Japan is back. I think we can agree on that, and I think, um, you know, we'll see what they do with everything is Evil Club now.
2: (laughs) I do. I do. Uh, one thing I will give Evil that that new Evil Club T-shirt is is badass. I think it's I awesome.
0: Definitely picking one of those up. I think I probably will too because it is really cool. <laughs> but I'd be probably a hypocrite because I don't like Evil. So, uh we'll see. We'll see what we do. But anyway, thanks so much for coming on the show with me today and uh, recapping all of this new Japan news because there's so much. So let the people know where to find you as if they don't know already and. Uh, tell us what's going on in your world
2: yeah thanks uh first of all this has been an absolute pleasure uh, we don't get to collab near enough for, for my liking. It's, it's awesome when we get a chance to just shoot the shit with wrestling uh, and it's amazing being a, a, a stable mate with you again uh, yeah. And, and smart it's just, yeah it's cool harkening back to the days of your um, but yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at DJ Kirby. I'm usually in some sort of uh, argument or, or throwing some crazy wrestling takes out. Um, I have uh, three podcasts that I produce it's uh Five Rounds, which is about UFC, I do that with my son Carlos. Um, then I have out uh, Badlands, which is uh, me and my podcast wife, Mr. Paul Tolley. Uh, where we discuss the Mount Rushmore's of wrestling, um, change it up every week with a different topic and uh, different guests and just have a uh, a, a good laugh and joke at, uh, at the expense of really absurd, ridiculous wrestling. And then my baby podcast is Why We Watch, where I speak to uh, content creators and fans and find out why they, they love watching people in their underpants pretending to fart. Uh, <laughs> you, can, you can find them anywhere uh, that you uh, you get your podcasts. Uh, and like I said, I'm part of uh, the Smart to Def Radio Network. Now all three shows are, uh, are on there on Mondays, uh, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. So I'm all over the Smart to Def schedule. So yeah, come check me out uh,
0: and give me a listen. Definitely do that. Badlands is my favorite. I love your other two, but Badlands is my favorite. So I hope everyone goes and listens. And uh, Magsy, thanks again. Such a pleasure. And for everyone else that's listening, have a great rest of your day and please continue to be kind to one another.
1: donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas they added bacon
0: to their bacon canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon or canadian bacon and chipotle seasoned bacon get two dollars off a large bacon duo or any large pizza use promo code 2 donato's every piece is important
1: home is where you should feel the safest but the air there can be more dangerous up to five times more polluted than outside air